to how good women respond to the term nice guys finish last. If at any point in this video you start to feel pissed off at me, you're probably projecting because this is reminding you of behaviors that you are doing. This one may come as a little bit of a shock, but it is not a turn on and it's actually a red flag for us when you are a self-proclaimed nice guy. A genuinely nice guy shouldn't have to self-proclaim it. I'm a nice girl. Nice guys usually get used by the toxic women that know that they'll say yes to everything that they want. And then they completely miss us good girls. They completely miss us good girls. It's actually a red flag for us when you are a self-proclaimed nice guy. I always thought that content creators did what I did, which is watch all their videos before they post them. I guess they don't. I feel like if she did that, it would have been pretty easy to catch that she said she was nice and a good woman right after she said it was a red flag for a guy to proclaim that he is nice. But I agree. Proclaiming that you are nice or good is a red flag because there is no one you should be more suspicious of than a person who has to constantly tell people they are a good person. That's not something that you get to declare about yourself. It's a title that you have to earn from other people. Well, anyway, for those of you who don't know, this is Chloe Sunderland, and she runs a channel called Roma Army. Chloe is a 23-year-old Canadian who speaks out for men's rights and has built quite a following on TikTok. There's just one problem, though. She isn't actually helping men. I'll get into that, but first, a word from this video's sponsor, Sandman. Zuck the cuck drinks water like a duck, but he also drinks your data. So tell him and Google to shove your data up their schwing-schwangs by downloading the Brave browser. It's free, blocks online advertising, and protects your privacy and data from evil tech companies. You only see ads if you want to see them, and you get cryptocurrency for your attention. Don't let Zuck use you to make a buck. Download Brave by clicking on the link down below. Chloe is what is called a female chameleon. In a relationship, a female chameleon is a woman who will pretend that she likes the things that the guy likes in order to get him to like her. When she gets comfortable, she'll bait and switch and become a different person, which typically means she becomes an abuser because she is manipulating you into thinking that she was someone else. As far as the red pill goes, many women have figured out that if they watch a couple of red pill videos, they can become a chameleon, say the exact same things they saw in those videos, and get tons of men to follow them simply because it's a woman saying it. here. The closest that men get in society to cared about or valued is whether or not they're deemed as useful. Welcome to information that literally every Red Pill channel has said for the past 10 years. She isn't adding anything new. She is simply saying this stuff as a woman, and that's not useful, but it will get you a lot of followers. The fact of the matter is that if women want to help men not get screwed over, then they have a ton to offer. Imagine if there was a female YouTuber out there who gave critical analysis of all of the manipulation tactics that abusive women use on men. It would be helpful to, for lack of a better term, learn from the masters. And some women have done that. Diana Davidson did a video on Dahlia DiPolito, a woman who hired a hitman to kill her husband. When Dahlia got caught, she was able to manipulate her husband, who she tried to kill, into helping her get out of jail. She still went to prison, but wouldn't it be great to hear what specific techniques that Dahlia used to manipulate her husband even to help her? Diana Davidson's video on Dahlia DiPolito is not chameleon content because it provides new and useful information that actually helps men. 
that's not what Chloe is doing. Chloe is just parroting information that men have already said and attracting simps purely because it's a woman saying it. In their minds, they think, See, guys, she really gets us. Chloe cares about men and has sympathy for our issues. But does she really? No, no, she doesn't. She is actually in favor of some of the major issues that are harming men. The number one issue for men is family court. The issue is not some abusive chick that you dated five years ago. The actual problem is that feminists lobbied the government to create laws that highly encourage abusive relationships and encourage the enslavement of men. One of those laws is child support. Guess what? Chloe believes in child support. Um, however, there are women that are, they're entitled to that. Absolutely. If you fuck up her life, fuck up her mental health, and leave her with a kid to look after, yes, you need to pay her child support. Child support is theft. It's forcefully taking money from someone that the recipient did not earn. If Chloe was not a chameleon and actually supported men like she says she does, then she would be fully against child support. Now, to add context to this clip, she is referring to women who were being abused and left with a kid. But as I was told when I was five, two wrongs don't make a right. If he was abusive, then put him in jail and punish him for his crimes. But that does not justify you stealing from him for 18 years. Nor does it justify the large number of cases where abuse does not occur. And also, if a woman wanted money, wouldn't she just claim that she was being abused even if she wasn't? Kind of like a lot of women already do? As in, the child support system is extremely easy to abuse? However, Chloe doesn't just believe in child support in the case of abuse. She believes in child support in nonviolent cases too. If the parents are not able to split the kids 50-50, maybe one of them's work schedule is different, so they want to do, you know, a couple days a week with dad, blah, blah, blah. If that is the case, then yes, child support should be paid to the mother because the mother has them for more of the time. However, it should be strictly calculated, looked at very closely at exactly what is needed, exactly what is missing, and not a penny more. Not only that, but child support should not be allowed to exceed more than a third of his income. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. A third of his income? That's a lot of money. And do you really think the government is going to strictly calculate everything? The government screws things up constantly. Not to mention that the mom could just make up a bunch of BS expenses in order to get more money. And also, if you were saying that child support should be paid out to the parent with more custody, wouldn't that just encourage women to push for more time with their kids so they get more money in child support? Kind of like a lot of women already do. Again, he is not willing to give you that money, which makes child support theft. How can you say you're here to help men when you're in support of one of the major things that hurts them? Chloe also suggests that men should date single mothers. Here is a video of her explaining how to weed out a bad single mother, when really the advice should be, don't date single mothers. Unless her husband died in a tragic accident, a single mother is telling you that she does not know how to maintain a stable relationship, and she should have to deal with the consequences of her actions. If that means less guys want her, then that's too bad. 
I'm sure this video from Chloe has nothing to do with her being a single mother and is not self-promotion at all. She is literally telling men to enter into a relationship where their chances of being with an abusive partner are far higher than if he got together with a woman who doesn't have kids. Plus, he has to deal with a father who could be an abuser himself. This is not helpful to men. This is why being able to identify a chameleon is very important. Chloe may seem nice, but the things she recommends are awful. And I've said before, you can always tell who these people are way before anything serious happens if you know what to look for. You can literally read these people like a book with very little information. I am saying this stuff because I have gotten plenty of comments and messages of people saying that Chloe is their waifu and she is the perfect example of a good woman. Chloe has a whole laundry list of mental problems that she hasn't dealt with. She would be a horrible partner because people with severe mental issues don't have the self-awareness to realize they are doing something wrong. We saw that when she said it was bad for men to call themselves nice guys, but okay for her to call herself a good woman. More importantly, people with mental health issues do not know how to contain their behavior, so the more comfortable they are around you, the more they will flip out of control. With that said, let's go over the red flags. Starting with the most obvious red flag, I'm sure a lot of you thought of this right away, which is the tattoos. Now, I feel like I have to say this every single time, otherwise people will flip out, but I am not saying that everyone who ever gets a tattoo has mental health problems. If she gets a butterfly tattoo on her ankle, then she's probably fine. But if she gets a full-on throat tattoo and has tattoos all over her body, then it is very likely that she has severe mental health issues. I have said before that people who get tattoos and weird piercings do so as a form of self-harm and as a way of corrupting their body. Chloe even made a video where she says that very thing. I got a lot of my tattoos as a way to, I guess, like be intimidating, I guess, honestly, because I was really tired of people just kind of looking and seeing like a pretty face and it really bothered me. I was much more than a pretty face. I have a big brain. I'm very tough, um, very independent. There you go. She said she didn't want people to see a pretty face, so she corrupted it with tattoos. Red flag number two. She doesn't get along with her own gender. She is one of the guys. Being an attractive female that did not relate to other females, and I just wanted to, you know, hang out with the guys, and, like, I found a lot of acceptance there. This means that she has trouble connecting with her femininity, or she has trouble finding girls to be friends with who aren't abusers, so she hangs out with the boys who will accept her because they are just happy to have any female present or both. Neither is a sign of good mental health. Red flag number three. Chloe has an OnlyFans account. Well, it's Patreon, but you get the idea. For the low, low price of $70, you get to see what Chloe looks like naked. This is more encouragement of simp behavior. Why would you pay 70 bucks to see a few pictures of her when you can find free naked pictures of women all over the internet? Is her saying a few nice things about men really worth that? She makes over $11,000 a month from her simps by doing this. It really makes me believe that you are all for men's rights and healthy relationships when you are selling your body for money instead of building a skill. Sex work is like poison to a relationship. And wait, not only that, but she demands that every man send her a copy of their government ID 
as in like a driver's license, before they get access to her photos. Are you guys stupid? You are begging for your identity to be stolen. If you watch her videos, she has openly admitted to criminal behavior and openly admitted to associating with criminals. She also states that she has put faith in many of the wrong people in the past. Who's to say that one of those people won't come by and steal your information? Do you really have such little value over your well-being that you would risk that just to see a stranger naked? Speaking of OnlyFans, women don't just go into sex work because they think it's fun or they need to pay for college. Women go into sex work because of trauma. When I see a situation like Chloe's, I immediately think sexual abuse victim, which she confirmed. You know, I never use what's happened to me, my trauma, my abuse, my sexual abuse, my... So there's a few red flags for untreated trauma and bad behavior that you could find out very shortly after meeting someone like her. This is not someone you want to be in a relationship with. With that said, Chloe does go a little into her childhood in one of her videos. Let's hear what she has to say. Um, my mother was 18 when she got pregnant with me, 19 when she had me. Um, she left me at the hospital and didn't tell anybody she was pregnant. Um, the police showed up at my grandmother's door with a baby and was like, oh. And my grandma was like, oh, Valentina did it again because I guess she hid my sister's pregnancy as well. Um, my grandma took care of me for two weeks and then my mom came back and took me and took me and put me in the orphanage. Um, the orphanages in those countries are not like the adoption processes here where a family can just claim that child and be like, yep, yeah, no, nope, I'll be the caregiver. Um, if the mother doesn't consent, it doesn't happen. And so um, my mom needed to keep me a secret. Understandably so. In Romania, you need a man to survive, so a father or a husband. And the man that she was seeking, who she's been married to for now 20 years, um, still doesn't know about my existence. And two months after I was born, she got pregnant with my younger sister, Madalena, and which she kept. By the age of 14, um, I had already been abandoned by three families, including my birth family. Um, I stayed with my first adoptive family until I was nine, in which I ran away and social services took me in immediately. Based on how she's behaving, I imagine that she is still leaving a lot of stuff out, whether that's intentional or not. Children only run away when they are being pretty severely abused. I assure you that the story goes much deeper than what she revealed. I bring this stuff up to point out that behaviors all have an origin. Determining the origin of your pathological behaviors can be very helpful because it will help you figure out what to work on when you go to therapy. So in this case, Chloe has abandonment issues, which means, in terms of bad behavior, that she might be needy. She might have poor boundaries with other people. She might do things that are immoral to fit in with her friend group. These are all areas that I would look if I had her problems. And there is a consequence to not looking into that stuff, which is that if you don't, you will become an abuser. Remember, none of Chloe's past history is her fault, and we do not blame kids for what their parents did to them. We do, however, take issue when those people go on to abuse other people because of what was done to them in the past. And Chloe is certainly an abuser of her three-year-old daughter. Here's what I mean. Um, the people that I've tried to let into my life threw it back in my face even though they seen that I was a good mom, they seen the connection my kid and I had, they seen how intelligent she was, is, 
if, if anybody could have spoken to what a good parent I was, it would have been them. All I can think to myself is if these people would just give me five minutes, they would just talk to me, they would see I'm not a bad mom. Again, just like she has to proclaim herself as a good woman, she also has to proclaim herself as a good mom. Those are very dangerous words. When Chloe says, I'm a good mom, it says to me that she thinks she is perfectly fine and has no reason to look at herself critically and self-improve. Statements like that keep you from looking at your behavior objectively. That's why you don't proclaim yourself as a good person or a good mom. If you actually are those things, people will see it and you won't have to say it. But you never say that about yourself because as soon as you do, the inner critic that makes you a good person goes away. If Chloe just paid attention to herself for five seconds, she would see that she has done some horrible things to her daughter. The reason Chloe is a single mother is because she chose to have a child with a man who was so abusive that he almost killed her. Because of that, her daughter cannot have a relationship with her father. Chloe chose to have a kid in an extremely unstable environment, and the lack of a father is going to create all kinds of boundaries problems for her child when she grows up. Women's primary job is to help the emotional development in children, while men's primary job is to help create boundaries. You need both influences, or you will require years of therapy just to turn out normal. Her daughter now has to go through that. Not to mention that if Chloe doesn't realize that she chose to have a child with an abuser, she will bring other abusers around her kid, as well as sabotage relationships with healthy people. If she is with a nice guy right now and doesn't learn how to contain her behavior, then she will find ways to destroy that relationship. Second, Chloe is a sex worker, so when her daughter goes to school, everyone is going to know what her mom looks like naked, and she will be bullied for it. She will be made responsible for something that her mother did. I don't know if any recent photos of her have been leaked, but I can tell you that it was extremely easy for me to find old photos of her that were leaked. Kids are going to be able to find that stuff, so imagine how her bullies are going to use that to abuse her. Last, but certainly not least, after going on and on about how awful it was for her mother to abandon her, Chloe is actively trying to abandon her daughter in a much worse way. She has been hospitalized at least twice in the past two years or so for attempted suicide, and in her most recent attempt, which was just a few weeks ago, she came very close to dying. Chloe is in major denial of how serious this illness is. This is a life-threatening disease, and here is how she describes the aftermath of the first suicide attempt. Long story short, I was in a really dark place. Um, I had an undiagnosed BPD, and it was really fucking up my mind. I was really suicidal. I was really depressed. I was undiagnosed. I took a year off. Uh, I spent that year by myself. And here I am. I came back and I feel like God was kind of like, now you're okay, now's the time. <laughs> and now I get to do what I love the most and I get to do it in a healthy mind state. You were suicidal and now you're in a healthy mind state? Chloe, it takes far more than a year to heal the kind of problems that you have. Try more like a decade. That's if you're doing things properly. We don't even know what she did during that year that she said she was healing. It didn't work because a few months later after this was filmed, she tried to kill herself again 
And guess what? She is still in denial of how serious of a problem this is. I'm here two weeks later dealing with traumatic brain injury, a crap ton of amnesia, and very possible brain damage. And I think the saddest thing is that I still couldn't tell you why I did it. I woke up after that week with this amazing appreciation for my life, the movement that I've built for myself, the hard work that I've put in, um, my daughter, the people around me. I'm so, so lucky to be here. See, guys, she's all better now. Yeah, except that's what she said last time. Chloe, are you actually taking steps to make sure this doesn't happen again so your kid doesn't grow up as an orphan like you did? Or God forbid her abusive father gets custody of her? Do you want your daughter to have to live with the guy who almost killed you? Do you actually care about this stuff? Right now, keeping yourself alive for the sake of your daughter should be your full-time job. If you don't take care of this, you will succeed at ending your life. You almost did succeed. That being said, with regards to her channel, Chloe should not be giving any life advice or any mental health advice. If you take her advice, you could end up miserable like her. She clearly does not have the experience. Most of the mental health advice I've seen her give is either self-destructive or the ones that aren't are, well, in the words of Brittany Venti, kindergarten teacher advice. Everything about us is unique, and you have something to add to this world. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. It's okay, guys. You're all unique. Feel better. There, I solved all of your mental health problems. That is not the advice of someone who has done any significant work on herself, nor is it useful to the people who need it. If you could just tell people who are depressed to feel better, there would be no depressed people. The reality is that if you have mental health issues, especially if they are severe, it means there are a large number of things that are going wrong in your life. Those mental health issues will persist until you fix those problems or at least fix a significant portion of them. The reason it's difficult is because no one can do it for you. You have to figure it out with your own efforts. That's actually the real struggle of being a therapist. As a therapist, you have to trick people into solving their own problems and it takes years to do that. But if you put the time in, therapy does work. You can learn how to solve your problems. You can learn how to not repeat mistakes. You can learn how to contain your bad behaviors. And you can learn how to associate with good people. However, there is no get-rich-quick scheme in mental health. It takes a ton of effort, and progress is really slow. You are going to have to identify the hundreds of problems that you have and solve them one by one from easiest to hardest. But the reward is that you get to have a good life where you are happy and surrounded by good people. And as you cross more and more problems off the list, you will progressively start to feel better. It's like this. Say you are miserable and you are $20,000 in debt. You work to pay off the debt and now you're just miserable. It's a lot easier to deal with misery if you don't have $20,000 of debt holding you back. Then, when you get out of debt, you work on your next problem. Maybe you're overweight. So you handle that. Now you are still miserable, but at least you aren't in debt, and at least you aren't fat, so you're a lot less miserable than you were before. If you keep fixing more and more stuff about you, slowly but surely, that misery will flip into happiness. But with that said, I think that's enough for this video. So if you liked it, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, comment and share. If you would like to support this channel, 
then you can do so with PayPal, Patreon, or Subscribestar. You can find all of those links in the description. Last, if you haven't found me on Facebook, Twitter, BitChute, or Parlor, you can also find those links in the description. Otherwise, thanks for watching, and I'll see you in the next video. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.